you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Balaam's prophecy. We're in the book of Numbers. When Balaam arrived in Moab, King Balak said, What took you so long? I said I'd make you a rich man. Didn't you believe me? Balaam said, I'm here now, but understand, I can only say what God tells me to say. So Balak took Balaam onto a high cliff overlooking the entire camp of Israel. Balaam had the king build altars to the Lord, and they sacrificed to him. Balaam told the king to stay there while he went higher up the mountain to see what God wanted him to say. God gave him a message, so he went back to where King Balak and the elders of the Moab were waiting. Balaam looked out over the people and said, King Balak sent for me. He said, Come and curse Jacob. Come and denounce Israel. But how can I curse those who God doesn't curse? How can I denounce those who God doesn't denounce? I stand on these cliffs and look out over these people. There is no other nation like them. Oh, that I had the privilege of dying like these righteous people die. King Balak was shocked. He said, I brought you here to curse these people, not to bless them. Balaam said, I made it clear. I can only say what God tells me to say. Balak said, Come with me to a different spot. From there you will only see part of the people. Maybe you'll be able to curse them. They went to the second spot, and again they built altars and sacrificed to the Lord. Balaam told the king, Stay here while I go talk to God. The Lord met with Balaam and gave him words to say. He went back and said, O king Balak, listen carefully to what I am about to say. God isn't like people. He doesn't change his mind. He told me to bless the people because the Lord lives among them. He's their king, and they're happy about that. He brought them out of Egypt with a mighty hand, so there isn't a curse for them. They'll be known for the great things God has done for them. The king said, If you can't curse them, at least stop giving them a blessing. Again, King Balak took Balaam to another place so he could see the people. He said, Try one more time and see if there's a curse for these people from here. Balaam once again had an altar built, and they sacrificed to the Lord. But he didn't go up the mountain. As he looked across the valley, the Spirit of God came upon him. Oh, the tents of Israel are beautiful. They're like a garden that has been planted by God. Whoever blesses these people will be blessed. Whoever curses these people will be cursed. Balak was furious. He said, I brought you here to curse these people. I would have made you rich, but the Lord robbed you of those riches. Now go home. Balaam said, I have one more message. Someone is coming. I can't see who it is. He is like a heavenly star. He'll be the king of Israel. He'll have victory over all his enemies. With that, Balaam left, and King Balak went back to his place. Later, Balaam went to the king and said, I can't curse these people, but you can cause God to curse them. And he gave him a plan. Shortly after that, the women of Moab went down to the camp of Israel. They had sex with the men and then invited them to a festival for their idols. 
the men went, and soon they were worshipping the idols. God was furious. He sent a plague, and 24,000 people died. One of the Israelites brought a Midianite woman to his family tent. They walked right past Moses and the elders of Israel. The son of the high priest took a spear and went into the tent. He thrust the spear through them both, killing them on the spot. With that, God stopped the plague. The Lord then told Moses, Take your army, go, kill the Moabites and the Midianites because of what they have done. The Israeli army went out and defeated both nations. Among the dead was the body of Balaam because of the advice he had given Balak. Balaam's fourth message, my Bible has it titled in Balaam's fourth prophecy. We're in Numbers chapter 24, verses 15 and 16. Let me read that. So he took up his oracle and said, The utterance of Balaam the son of Bor, and the utterance of the man whose eyes are opened, the utterance of him who hears the words of God, and has the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty, who falls down with eyes wide open. Eyes wide open. When we come to Jesus Christ, the light of the world, we no longer walk in darkness. Non-Christians are like someone who is driving directly toward the sun, low on the horizon. It's very difficult to see clearly. But it's so different when driving with a low sun behind you. Everything can be seen clearly. To those who have never repented and trusted in, in Jesus Christ, nothing will be clear. They search outer space to try to find their origins. Uh, they search down into the depths of the ocean because they don't know where they came from. Neither do they know why they are here or where they are heading. However, repentance is a complete change of direction. When we repent and trust in Jesus, all things become clear. Our eyes are open to the truth and we hear the words of the Lord. We come to know him and why we are here. We are not an accident, but we're made by God for God. That is the purpose of our existence, to enjoy him and his creation forever to glorify God. I'd also like to read chapter 25, verses 1 and 2. Now Israel remained in Acacia Grove, and the people began to commit harlotry with the women of Moab. They invited the people to their sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel was joined to Baal of Peor, and the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. Again, that was mentioned in the story about how they upset the Lord and how... Uh, Balaam's last little advice on how you can get God to curse these folks. It's interesting that the, the invasion of the church by the world is a menace to the extension of Christ's kingdom. This is John R. Mott, I'm quoting. In all ages, conformity to the world by Christians has resulted in lack of spiritual life and a consequent lack of spiritual vision and enterprise. A secularized or self-centered church can never evangelize the world. It's so true that we, we are set apart. We are to be in the world, but not of it. We, that is, Christians, that is, born-again Christians. It's so important, and it's, it, that's one of the toughest things to talk about. How do we be in the world with our coworkers, our family, our friends that aren't saved, that are living sometimes blindly and apparently happily in their sin? They're on their way to destruction, and as we were before we were saved. So it's just something to keep aware of. Um, and unfortunately, many churches today, some of these woke churches, for lack of a better term, 
these progressive churches that only talk about God's love and prosperity and your best life now and all that, it's tragic. It, it's tragic how many people are being misled by this false preaching. The story we just read shows yet again the wrath of God. God is a just God. God cannot tolerate injustice. God cannot tolerate sin. Bold face rebuking of him as in this story. Verse 31.8. Let me read that. They killed the kings of Midian with the rest of those who were killed. Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba, the five kings of Midian. Balaam, the son of Bor, they also killed with the sword. Again, we, that was in the story. Let me quote Mr. Charles Spurgeon in regards to this verse. Quote, If preaching could save a man, Judas would not have been damned. If prophesying could save a man, Balaam would not have been cast away. We may preach with the tongues of men and of angels, yet, if we have not love, it profits us nothing. We may be even leaders of the church in the noblest and highest enterprises, and yet, for all that, Christ may say to us, at the last, I never knew you. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.